Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Oh, man. Steve Harvey got a radio show because God, because God is simply amazing. Because God is off the chain. Because God is over the top. Because God is all that in a bag of chips. God will take you places that you never, ever thought you would go. Oh, you know what? It, it Sometimes it amazes me when I'm watching uh, people talk about themselves and their careers and where they're at in life and things. And they and, and, and I hear people say, you know, always dreamed of being here. I can understand when a person says that. I've, I've always dreamed that of something like this would happen to me. But I want you to think about that for a second. Did you really see it just like that, though? Did you really know that God was going to bring you through all he bought you through to get you to this place? Did you know that in spite of the losses along the way that would crumble the average person, that somehow he kept you through it all and that's how you got here? Have you forgotten all the times he was bringing you through when you didn't see no way that you was going to get through? Do you remember that? So when you sit there and you say, I dreamed of this. This is what I always saw happening. I don't really think so. I don't really think if you take inventory, a real close inventory of your life, and you look back on it all, stop looking at the moment right now. Remember where you come from. See, that's what gets me emotional sometimes. That's what makes me tear up because when something is happening to me in the moment, it ain't the moment for me. It's the memory of how I got there. 
and this is kind of for young people today, um, you know, because I, w- I work with a lot of young people, and, 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 and so many times, man, young people just don't understand uh, what all it takes. And I know and if you're a full-grown adult, if you're 40, you you really understand where I'm coming from because, you know, uh, you it's, it, listen to me, young people, or anybody that don't understand this, that you got to do some things that you don't want to do in order to do what you want to do. You have to understand this principle of success or else you are not going to become successful. I got what you want to do. I got your ultimate goal is this, that, and the other. I got all of that. But in the meantime, though, there are some necessary steps that you have to take in order to become successful, and you cannot skip these steps. You can't jump over these steps just because you, you want to be rich Friday. I got that. I got that. I, I, I Everybody got that. But if you want this, whatever you're talking about, whether it's money or success or fame or Climbing the corporate ladder, or this is the position, or you all that's fine and dandy. Please hold on to your dreams, dreams come true. But in the meantime, let me remind you of something that you got to do some things you don't want to do in order to do what you want to do. You must get this in your head. There are some survival things that you have to master in order to do what you want to do. Let's take an example. Let's say you want to be rich and famous. Let's just say that's it for you. That's it. Now, there's a lot of other ways of being successful. Please don't think that's the only one. But I'm just saying, let's just say yours is rich and famous. And let's say some miraculous way, God made you rich and famous next Friday. Ta-da, there you are. You rich and you famous next Friday. Can I share something with you? This is not going to last for you. You know why? Because you have not done the things necessary. You have not done the things that you have to do in order to do the things you want. So now you're rich and famous. How you going to know how to budget money? How you going to know how to get up and, and keep clawing towards the top when you fall off your pedestal? How you going to know how to reinvent yourself if you didn't even invent yourself in the first place? See, it's so many things you got to know about something. And you think because it's what you want right now, it's supposed to happen just now. It's a process. When you ask God for something, please know God know the process. He know the necessary steps to take you through. Don't lose your patience with God because your dreams ain't coming true right now. Man, I, I, I you know, you know, I. I think the best way, y'all, is, is for me, I just use myself as an example. I, I really do understand why God has given me the life he's given me so far. I understand the being homeless part now. I get the not being successful when I wanted to part now. I get it. I got the delayed entry into the field of choice for myself. I got it now. I've been wanting to be on TV and a little comedian since I was a nine years old. But guess what? I didn't get there until I was 28. But see, I didn't get it then. I was mad at God. You, you, you know what I want, and I'm sitting up here, hey, I, I got exactly what you want. But I got this process I want you to go through to get here, too. 
Because, see, I'm finna take you somewhere you don't know nothing about. One day you're going to have a radio show with your little stupid behind. You don't know this yet. I'm going to bless you with a radio show. You don't even know it. That's why I say every morning Steve Harvey got a radio show. Because, see, I didn't I didn't see this one coming. But, see, God had a plan for me. It was in the blueprint of my life. So God said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make your life a little rough for you. I'm going to toss you up a little bit. I'm going to... I'm going to let you make some of these stupid decisions you want to make, and I'm going to make you learn from them. I'm going I'm to I'm let you be homeless for a little while. I'm going to let you not get into your field of choice until you're 28. I'm going to have people talking about if we had only seen him when he was younger. I ain't going to let you get your first con your name till you're 38. I'm going to make you go through some things because one day I'm going to put a microphone in front of your mouth and I want you to honor me. I want you to talk about me. I want you to tell people what I bought you through. I want you to give people inspirational moments where they can see that your life was jacked up for a minute and I turned your life around for you. That's God dealing with me. See, so now I finally understand why I went through the life I went through so I could have something to say. See, I ain't over here telling you about what I think will happen. I'm telling you what I know can happen, that God does make dreams come true. But sometimes it take a minute. Sometimes you're going to have to do some things you don't want to do in order to do what you want to do. Yeah, I finally got on TV, but I had to learn some things along the way. See, maybe he waited for me to get some of these messages before he gave me this gift that I want. So I would appreciate it more. See, when you don't get into comedy when you till you 28 and you've been wanting it since you nine, now when you get into it, you appreciate it more. Then guess what? I had been through so many struggles and a divorce and life had turned me around. So when I became homeless, I still didn't give up because I had appreciated the fact that it took me so long to get here that nothing was going to deter me. And he gave me the fortitude and the strength to hang on in there. Just don't leave him out the mix, okay? Because you're trying to do this by yourself, and it ain't working for you. All right? I'll let you. I'm going to be tripping today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are here today and about to come out. First of all, Shirley Strawberry, come on out. Hey, I'm coming out, baby. I'm here. Good morning. Carla Pharrell, come on out. I'm out. What's up? Hey, crew. Now, listen to me. All the fellas is off. Yeah. Junior's off. Tommy's off. J. Anthony Brown is off. But doggone it, Steve Harvey is on. The king is here. The champ is here. Yeah. Yeah. The champ the is king, here. King of comedy. And the Earl of Ottingham. <laughs> Kill me with his music. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Why does he always sound drunk? Yes. <laughs> Hello there, ladies. Hello. Lady Shelley and Lady Carla, how are you this morning? Hello, Hello. I thought I would come in and sit in for one of the fellows since they're all out. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's just you and the girls. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. How are you all doing over there in America with the COVID situation? We're struggling over here, sir. We really are. You're struggling because of your leader. (laughs) (laughs) What did the queen say? I can't disagree with you. The queen said, COVID must not strike orange. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, my goodness. 
goodness, Earl. It's amazing. I've often wondered why is the color around his eyes always white? Mm. He wears those little, you know, those little glasses that you put on when you're in the tanning booth. Why is he tanning? That's what, because, yeah, he, that's what he does to give his color. skin a little color. He yeah. wants color now. Well, then that proves it. Black lives matter. <laughs> you better say there that. There you girl. have it. Black lives matter so much that you'll tan just to be a part of it. Mm, I like it. Like really it. quite interesting now. I'm having a wonderful time. I just wanted to stop in briefly this morning. I don't have anything alarming to say. <laughs> no, no. What you been doing? You, you've yeah. been quarantining. You've been wearing your All mask. That. Having tea with the queen. <laughs> Does she wonderful. make you wear a mask when you have tea with the queen? Yes, we have tea. I have a small hole cut in it. I have... I'm not oh. actually drinking tea. It's brown, but it's not tea. <laughs> so I'm it's actually cold. enjoying myself. <laughs> Hennessy is, like <laughs> is a drink of choice for me. I don't give a damn about tea. I like Hennessy. That's my drink of choice. I just want to stop in and say, lovely ladies, beautiful black women of color, always representing so eloquently there. I love you. Charming work that you ladies do with the foundation work with the breast cancer for you and uh, the things yes. that Shelly's done. And going into the Hall of Fame one day, ladies. <laughs> thank you. Well, geez, thank you. <laughs> I dare say. Lay off the Hennessy, though. I, I can't because the Hennessy's laying on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Earl of Ottingham. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, get ready. The CLO will be in the building with Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. If you want advice from the CLO, please submit your questions to steveharveyfm.com. Here we go, CLO. You ready? This yeah. one is from Sandy in Charlotte, North Carolina. Sandy is a 32-year-old female. She broke up with her boyfriend last week after he had his wisdom teeth pulled. After his procedure, he was still sedated, but he talked all the way home. He called me his ex-girlfriend's name over and over and said he loves her and he's glad they got back together. I told him... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it gets better. I told him that my name is Sandy and his ex-girlfriend is married. He started crying and said he was so hurt because she is the love of his life. Now, he's telling all this to his current girlfriend. Uh, of course, he doesn't remember any of this, and he keeps telling me that he truly loves me. He blames everything on the sedative, but I think he's still in love with his ex. What do you think, CLO? <laughs> wow. Oh, this is well, my favorite CLO yes. question. When he ever. busted out crying, though. <laughs> That's the move I like, because yes. I think he busted her crying when you busted it. <laughs> oh, God, I've been saying her name. Because <laughs> she's the love of his life, his ex. Yeah, uh, that, that doggone drug stuff is a monster, man. I've said some stuff coming out of sedation a couple of times. I told uh, in the operating room one time when I had that procedure, mm -hmm. uh, I, they, they said, wow, your husband really loves you. He, he told us on his way out, if he don't wake up, he going to kill everybody. Oh, you okay. say that sober. Yeah. I, 
I, I know good and hell well I said that. Yeah, guilty as charged. They, they said one time I woke up and I was crying, talking about I want my wife, I want my wife. Uh-huh. And I said, I know good and hell well I wasn't crying. She said, Steve, everybody in there said you was crying. I said, you tell that to somebody here and see what happens. <laughs> so it can happen. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I think he yeah. uh, he shouldn't have talked about his girlfriend. If it w- if it ain't in you, you it can't come out. Exactly, Steve. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, he thinking about her. You know, you know. And that's what I. Say. He does love you, but mm-hmm. she's still in there. But just give it some time. Y'all ain't been dating that long, right? How long they been dating? Uh, they've been together for a minute. Uh, they she didn't really say how long. She just said she's yeah. thirty two, and they broke up last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. They might not have been with you long enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this one is from Keith in Las Vegas. Uh, Keith says, wait till you hear this one. He's a 61-year-old retiree. He was married for 27 years. He got caught cheating and his wife divorced him. I just started online dating and it's kept me busy. The women I date are younger, in their late 40s, and they're also looking for a good time. Uh, But they don't know how to please a man like me. When I'm with a woman, I need her to talk to me. Tell me how she likes it and tell me what I'm showing. Tell, tell me that I'm showing out. I can't believe how selfish these women are. It's all about them. And they are quiet and shy in the bedroom. Should I tell these women what I expect from them beforehand? Well, you can tell them, <laughs> but if you want crazy? somebody to tell you that you showing out, showing out, maybe you ain't showing out. Exactly. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying, dog? Uh-huh. Maybe you ain't all that. You want everybody cheering you on and clapping. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want you want everybody to put on pom-poms, mm. but maybe you not putting on a pom-pom type performance. Uh-huh. So he's not you know, earning that. Huh. Yeah, you uh-huh. want all this praise. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I, I like a woman Cheater. please me. Well, maybe they like a man to please them. Uh-huh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just because yeah. you got caught cheating don't mean it was good. Yeah, you could have been yeah. still been with your wife if you weren't cheating. Yeah. I mean, you know, years. plus, if you was all that good, your wife might have gave you another chance. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, am I stanging him? <laughs> yeah, he deserves mm. it. Sorry, dog. Sorry about that, dog. I just ain't handle well to go with your key. My bad, player. I probably don't even know you at all. So just write that off as a joke. Next right. question. All right, this is from T in Evanston, <laughs> Illinois. T says, I'm 44 years old and my fiance is 35. She's got a two-year-old son and my two children are grown. She wants one more child and I don't. I jokingly told her that she can have a baby by her ex so that when he comes in to get his two-year-old, he can get the new baby, too. (laughs) I told her that uh, her ex could artificially inseminate her instead of having sex. My fiancé says I'm crazy for thinking this way. I was joking, but if it makes her happy, she can really do it. Why would she get mad at me for offering her a good solution? (laughs) What is wrong? Hey, dog, are you for real, man? What's wrong with you? Yeah. You're going to offer your girl up as a freebie to her ex. Mm -hmm. So when he come get this one, he can pick the other one up too? Mm -hmm. Bruh, that ain't even funny. Mm -mm. I don't know how you thought it was a joke. I promise you she wasn't laughing. Nope. (laughs) So, uh, you know, bruh, maybe, why are you you wanting to marry her? Yeah. I mean, that don't sound like you really love her. She says she want one more child. She's yeah, only she's, 35 she's years 35, old. Steve, right. Yeah, that's young. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want none. So now you're talking about you had one with your ex. Man, that, that ain't really, 
That's not really cool, bro. To tell you the truth, man, T, you a little out of line with that one, man. You ought to apologize and take that off the table. Yeah, and he says, why would she get mad at me for offering her a good solution? Who says Because you offered her up to her ex. Yeah, come on. Artificial insemination or any other way. Yeah. Right. But he feels it's not sex, so it's okay. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, what okay. he feels. Okay, well, let me tell you something. You're going to be with the baby way more than when he come to pick it up. Yeah. So he's going to be sitting up there looking just like her ex. And mm. I think that's what they should be discussing, the fact mm-hmm. that he doesn't want children and the fact that she does, because this is not a good match right here. No. no. This is headed the wrong way. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It is. Big it really drama is. partner. Big yep. drama for you. Yeah. Yeah, you need to. Um, not really cool, though, bro. T, that, that ain't cool what you did. That's why she mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Steve. Thank you, CLO, as always. Now, coming up next, uh, well, the nephew isn't here, so you'll have to introduce Run That Prank back coming up right after this, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news update. And in trending entertainment news, Jill Scott, yes, ma'am, had the best response and clap back to NFL player Kyle Chiaro, uh after he questions why is she a sex symbol. What? But right now, uh, nephew's out. Steve is here to make us laugh with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Steve? Name of this prank, y'all, is called Your Wife is Having a Black Baby. And oh, by the way, okay. she white. <laughs> so she's not black. Yeah. Get it, Dave. Wait for it. Hello? Uh, hello, I'm looking for a uh, William. This Mr. Uh, how you doing? Listen, my name is Simmons. I was, um, I don't know how to, uh, oh, man. My wife and I evidently go to the same um, fertility specialist that you and your wife go to, Dr. Uh, Doc. Are you familiar with Dr. I'm familiar with Dr. but that's supposed to be confidential. Yeah, I'm aware of that as well, sir. My wife is out on business right now. She's, she's gone for, won't be back until Tuesday. But uh, I got a call today, a very disturbing phone call, and wanted to, you know, I looked your number up. They did tell me wh- what was going on and kind of oh, wanted so to let somebody, you. Somebody told you my number? You got you got my number from somebody? No, I I, I looked up your number. Uh, <sighs> here, here, here it is, in a nutshell. My wife and I, evidently, we, you, you and you and your wife have been going through the same type of problems of trying to get pregnant and, and so forth and so on. And uh, from my understanding, your wife is, what, four, five months pregnant? I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, wait a minute. Yeah, my wife is exactly five months pregnant, but I, I'm still confused on how you're getting in touch with me and what this has to do with me. Well. I mean, all that stuff that we've gone through is totally confidential, and I, I'm kind of uh, offended that you're calling me. I understand that. Well, what's what's happening is um, I got a phone call from the doctor's office today. It seems like there's been a huge mistake by the doctor's office. Evidently, your wife has been artificially inseminated with my seed, and I, I, I was— What? I mean, I, I'm just as disturbed as you are. You know what I mean? Because I, I mean, me and my wife are—you know—my wife is two months pregnant, and finally. I, how could they do something like that? I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense. I, I mean, sir, I, I, I have no idea. All I know is, is that you know, I, I hate to, to use the expression, but I'm, I'm, I'm your wife's baby's daddy, and and. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. I, 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 no. 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 I, <laughs> 
So I, uh, Mixed stuff that, 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 ha- that doesn't happen. No way. Sir, I'm trying to make sure I bring the news to you and see if there's anything that we can do to. I mean, I mean, after being five months pregnant, it's kind of hard to rectify the problem. So okay, and I, I don't want this to sound rude, and I don't want this to sound wrong. You said baby daddy. Are you black? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. black, and my wife is gonna have a black baby. Well, yeah, your wife is gonna have a black baby, but what I want you to know is I'm not paying no child support. That's you're, what you're about child support, and my wife is. Having some other black dude's kid? Are you crazy? No, I'm not. Are you out of your mind? No, I'm not out of my mind. I'm just saying I didn't lay down and conceive a child with your with your wife, so I'm making sure I'm not going to be paying no child support. Man, I'm not even worried about the child support. I'll pay the child support. I'm worried about my some doctor making a huge mistake. And 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 oh my god. Your wife, uh, is, my wife having... is gonna have a black baby. I can't believe that. that, that well, no. oh, this is unbelievable. It's well, unbelievable, and I can't believe you didn't call my house what? and give me the doctor should give me this. Well, don't you want it? It doesn't matter who gives you the news as long as you get the news. Now, what I want you to do is this: please don't be giving the baby no white names and stuff. Make <laughs> white names. I can't believe that you're so. This is incredible. Incredible. Oh my gosh. Oh. Calling me on trying to give me that. I'm, I'm ready to go crazy. This is crazy. Okay, this this is this is no reason to be violent, sir. You see what I'm saying? This is already no reason me. to be violent. You're you're worried about me about paying child support and talking about your seed and and your baby's daddy and all. Oh man, this this is bringing the best out of me. I can promise you. Unbelievable, man. Let me let me ask you something, sir. Do you think you may need anger management? I mean, you're not going. <laughs> you know. Are you gonna, you're not going you're not going to beat my child are you <laughs> Oh man <laughs> you, you know how to push man's buttons I can promise you man that's crazy No I ain't going to beat nobody's baby I crazy, you, I don't want you being violent to me and your wife's baby <laughs> nope. Oh spin this thing around huh man where, where, where the do you live man who the is this Okay who the is this because I oh man this I, is Crazy. Well, here's what I'm gonna ask you: Do do you think you might want to be the godfather to the child? <laughs> to, to my own kid? No. Well, I, I guess it wouldn't be my kid because it's, it's not. It's me and your wife's Stop. child. You don't you say that you crazy? Don't you say that? Don't it, you say that that drives me even thinking about something like that. It's don't me. You talk about something like that. But it's me and your wife's child. No, it ain't you and my wife. It was a mistake. So don't you even talk like that, you crazy. Tear a hole in your head. Don't you talk like that. Okay, okay. You're going to tear a hole in whose head? In your head, you crazy See that? This, oh, see, you this, calling me up? Yeah. This is, this is the kind of thing I don't want my child around. This kind, <laughs> this type of talk. This type of violence. See, you white folks get mad and want to kill everybody in the room. Won't you kill who you mad at? Why do y'all do that? You. You. this, man. Can I, can, I, can I say one more thing to you? Can I do that? I don't know if I can take any more news from you, man. I'm f***ing jumped to the phone. I got one more thing to say to you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm going to f***ing get killed. Oh, man. Why that? Oh, it took us so long to try to get pregnant. She's going to play a game like this. That's wrong. Oh, you got me, man. You freaking got me.
lot, man. man. Yeah, we listen to Steve Harvey radio show all the time, man. That's awesome. You guys are great. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to go find her and give her a big kiss. I'm going to do that for her. God. All right, man. I got you one. Son of a <laughs> I got one more question for you, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey radio show in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, your wife is having a black baby. Whoa. Play too much, nephew. Yeah. The nephew plays too, too much. Too damn much. I'm very unhappy with that prank, and I want you to all know that I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay. That was disassociated myself. All I did was introduce the damn thing. <laughs> so I mean, you I got did. your hands up. You don't have nothing to hey, do with it. Hey, hey, you would look like my hands was on this one. <laughs> no. And if his hands was this big, he'd have something. See, that, that, that's his whole problem. He got them little ass hands. I can steal palm of basketball. <laughs> You're a mess, Steve. You're I know. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thank you for that. I hope they work. I'm glad they worked that one out because that was crazy. Yeah. Girl. Woo. Your wife is having a black baby. Okay. Well, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Jill Scott, that is our girl. We love us some Jill Scott. Jill Scott had the best response, and she had a good clap back to NFL player Kyle Chiero, who uh, questioned why is she a sex symbol? Kyle tweeted, people are attracted to Jill Scott, and by no means is she ugly, but y'all really sexually aroused by her, huh? Wow. wow. Well, uh, Jill Scott had the best response to Kyle's tweet. She said, wait, I'm trending again. Okay, then, justice for Breonna Taylor, justice for Sandra Bland, loving ourselves and each other is respectful and uplifting and supportive. Eyes on the prize, love village. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jill Scott. That's Kiro, how you do it, yes, baby. That's how you do it. No, she, hey, she listen took the to high me. road on as that. A man, as a man, Jill Scott is really fly. A lot of men think so. And I don't know why the brother, what's, what's the matter? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even understand the comment. Right? Why? Why did you yeah. feel the need? To, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's sexy she's to a whole lot she of people. Sing. She's yeah. sexy, yeah. like you say. She's, she's smart. smart. She's yes. sexy to me. Yeah, yes. she's sexy. To Jill Scott I, is sexy to me. I honestly so, don't know any men who don't think she's sexy. Honestly. Well, first of all, I don't know him. Yeah. Oh, Kyle. So Kyle why Kiero. he talking? Yeah. <laughs> why you tweeting, dog? Yeah. Because if you say Jill Scott and what's his name? Kyle Kiero. Kyle Kiero. We know who Jill Scott is. Who is Kyle? <laughs> yeah, huh? that was the name of her first album, Who is Jill Scott? Yeah. She I'm, let I'm us trying, know. I'm trying to figure out, bro, if you're trying to get on the map, pick somebody that ain't as famous as Jill. Thank you. Because I'm talented. just trying to figure out who you are. You yeah. know, yeah. how yeah, you think- mad? Because she's sexy. You yeah. think you sexier than Jill? Doubt it. <laughs> Like she said, eyes on the prize, love village. Yeah. What have and, what did he learn? <laughs> Don't mess with Jill or right. Philly. Well, <laughs> yeah, and bruh. that's right. Jilly right. from but Philly. Bruh. And he has since removed his tweet. And bruh. he apologized to Jill. There you yes. go. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I thank you. As brother. he should have. Cause, yes. Cause where you going with this? See, you found out though real quick because mm-hmm. they come after you now. Yep. Yes. Love and, Village. Yes. Everybody loves Jill Scott. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, in other news, and th- this is really sad, Steve. This is such a sad story. We were hoping it would turn out better, but actress Naya Rivera's body has been recovered. Um, she's 33 year- years old. She was a former star of Glee. She went missing five days ago when she was out boating with her four-year-old son on California's Lake Piru. Her son was found unarmed in their rented boat, unharmed, I should say, in their rented boat, but Maya had disappeared. The baby told authorities that she'd gone for a swim and never returned. Divers had been searching for her since her disappearance. The lake is known to have numerous tree limbs and other obstacles under the water, and Rivera is just one in a series. I think they said it's, she makes nine deaths now uh, that have uh, been there on Lake Piru. And, of course, our condolences are going out to uh, Rivera yes, and her, her, her whole family, her little son. Oh, my goodness. That is so sad. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. really is, man. That's that's just bad news. That's just. I know. But you know, I mean, there's a lesson in it for everybody. Look, mm-hmm. you get out on these boats, even as recreation, wear your life jacket. I did a, a year before last. I was out on the boat in a, a tender on my mm-hmm. boat trip, and I was flying across the Mediterranean with no life jacket on and somebody all the lot of tweets were steve you need to wear your life jacket and they were absolutely right Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they were mm -hmm. absolutely right yeah so wear your life vest out there y'all be careful that's right and And sad condolences goes out to naya's family man Mm -hmm. really really sad right Mm -hmm. um all right steve we're gonna switch gears here and and, uh ladies and gentlemen miss ann tripp Thank you very much, everybody. In Louisville, Kentucky, let's start with this. According to some newly released recordings, the cops involved in the police killing of emergency medical technician Brianna Taylor knew immediately they'd murdered an innocent woman. NBC News reports that a plainclothes officer is heard on tape explained to the young woman's boyfriend that there had been a, quote, misunderstanding. The 26-year-old first responder and her boyfriend were asleep when cops looking for a drug dealer executed a no-knock warrant, burst in and shot Brianna Taylor to death eight times in her chest. Neither Ms. Taylor or her boyfriend were involved in any crimes. The suspect they were looking for had already been arrested at another location. Three cops burst in, but only one of them has been fired. In North Carolina now, five former correction officers and a nurse at Forsyth County Jail in Winston-Salem charged with the death of a black inmate named John Neville last December. The New York Times reports that the 56-year-old inmate being held on a charge of assault and that the medical examiner says he was restrained on his stomach for more than 12 minutes, saying he couldn't breathe and that he sustained injuries that would have caused him to lose his life. Officials say there were close to 63,000 new confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the U.S. over the weekend, an increase of more than 11,000 from a week earlier. Uh, 724 people died nationally last Saturday compared to 289 a week before. It's a big jump. In addition, five states and territories set a record for coronavirus hospitalizations. Puerto Rico, North Carolina, Alaska, Florida, and California. Eight states set a single-day COVID death record last week. Alabama, Arizona, Florida, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Dakota, Texas and Tennessee and the current situation in Miami continues to worsen with more than 12,000 new coronavirus cases reported yesterday alone. Despite that fact though the Trump administration is still pushing for the schools to open next month. White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says schools provide essential services and she says that makes educators essential workers. The consequences are grave if we stay shut down and there's a way for essential workers to go back to work just as our meatpacking facilities did just as you all in the media are essential workers. We believe our teachers are as well. 
Well, by the way, President Trump is once more questioning the expertise of his own health officials as well as the Centers for Disease Control. He's now retreating a rather familiar conspiracy theory, this time coming from this guy. Today on Love Connection, our host, Chuck Woolery. Yeah, the President of the United States retweeting an idea by the former game host who says that, quote, media, Democrats and doctors are lying about COVID-19 in an effort to hurt Trump in the November general election. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending viral video news, Celebrity Family Feud. Uh, this past Sunday, Steve, it was a battle of NFL greats on uh, uh, Celebrity Family Feud. as NFL current stars versus NFL Hall of Famers. That was the show while playing in the fast money round. Uh, take a listen. This is funny. Take a if listen. Captain Hook was moonlighting as a handyman, he might replace his hook with what tool? A hammer. Try again. A penis. Tell me the age a kid is too old to sleep with a teddy. What the <laughs> he said? <laughs> Yo, come on, we can't start this again. We can't, come on now. We can't go again. I'm sorry. We can't go again. I'm, I'm sorry. Let go, let go, let go. We can't I'm go sorry. Again. Let go, let go. I, I'm sorry. I, I swear, I swear I'm sorry. That, that just came out. I don't even know where that came from. I was reading the question, and then I said, Tell, what I'm sorry. OK, can we start over? I'm sorry. Your ass going on YouTube, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, man, you know what I said? Bruce Smith, man, good buddy. Uh-huh. Uh, I knew, I, I just knew they wasn't going to keep that. <laughs> oh, I when you were taping the oh, really? episode. <laughs> really, Steve? I said, ain't no way in the world, because when he said a penis. And uh-huh. why? I, 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 I went to reading into the next question, yeah. and then I heard him say it in my head again. And I said, what the Blank. did he say? <laughs> <laughs> I, and I looked at him, and he just took off running. Michael <laughs> Irvin then was in the flow. Man, all the... Hey, 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 let me tell you something, man. We had to stop taping for damn near eight minutes. <laughs> that audience... That audience was running in a circle, throwing up. <laughs> but why did he say, say that? that? Why? Because Hammer, even... his first answer was... He had to that try again, right? Yeah. Right. And that made sense. Yeah, but you went from hammer to... <laughs> yeah, I know. Why Penis. And then I tried to read the next question, and then I just heard it again. <laughs> and I looked at Bruce like, what the... I, I couldn't believe it. But boy, let me tell you something. For eight minutes, uh-huh. we uh-huh. couldn't take. That audience right there, they was gone. Steve, That's you funny, are trending Steve. on Every yeah. publication, article, <laughs> Yahoo, New York Post, <laughs> you, the Hollywood Reporter, <laughs> Atlanta Journal Constitution. Because yeah. I couldn't Everywhere. even, I couldn't even believe. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking? What? How? What? Right. Right. Check and out I, Celebrity Family. And I just cussed because I couldn't even. And the word you thought I said, that's exactly what the hell I said. <laughs> I'm through with this here, man. Celebrity Family Feud, Sunday night, 8, 7 p.m. Central. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, the president says he likes Dr. Fauci, even though uh, his retweet uh, says something else. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
The White House and the president uh, have taken an unusual step of attacking a member of its coronavirus task force, including an effort to damage Dr. Fauci's reputation. But yesterday, the president said he had a great relationship with Dr. Fauci and liked him personally. But did you see when the president retweeted a tweet from former Love Connection game show host Chuck Woolery? Did you see this? No. Chuck Woolery posted, everyone is lying. The CDC, the media, Democrats, our doctors, not all, but most we are told to trust. In an ABC News poll, 67% of Americans say they disapprove of of the president's handling of the coronavirus. Wow. Where you know did Chuck Willery come from? <laughs> but Love why connection. Well, I know. is the president two two. Retweet, retweeting <laughs> Chuck Willery? This yeah, is history, Steve. This is history. Because he yeah. says something that gets on his side. Why is this president going against Dr. Fauci, who is speaking of nothing but facts and science? Yeah. Right. When you He's have a, a pandemic, yeah. we're talking president. about facts and science. Right, right, the, right. Your opinion matters not in here. The numbers are the numbers. We have the most cases because we do the most testing. We have the most test, we have the most cases, Mr. President, cause more people got it. It it, it ain't the damn test. If, If we didn't have it, the test would come back negative. But we have the most cases cause we got the most people that's got it. Yeah, and it's not from most testing; it's from the most infected. And for us, I don't care if you're Republican or what, for you not to get that through your thick head. And now he, I'm forcing schools to open. Send, look, I know you're tired of homeschooling. Yeah, I don't have no tired. kids. I have yeah. to. I know parents are sick and tired. Uh-huh. Yeah, they but are. But you want to risk your child. So this dude can say he opened up schools. See, here's the other thing about Trump. Little Baron ain't got to go up to the school with the 800 other kids. Yeah. Here's the thing, too, about school. Kids... Most kids, they want to go to school. School is for sports. It's Absolutely. social. It's socializing. It's, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of it. It's learning. Kids like to learn. So to even let the kids go back to school and then pull them back out of school again because somebody got infected again. Have it. It's it's traumatic all the way around. You're affecting these kids and the decisions and that we're making. So let's do it right. Let's right. get a handle of all this and then open the schools back up and get everything back to some kind of normalcy that right. we know. But he's so selfish. He don't care about other people and their children and what we have no. to go to, like what yeah. you just said, Steve. And not to mention the teachers can get infected. I mean, these the, kids, the staff, know, everybody. The, the custodians, yes, the every, cafeteria yeah. workers, the bus drivers. There's it's a just, lot that goes yeah, into goes this. goes on. Everyone's interconnected. Yeah. yeah. This is crazy. It, it really is. Look, and to we, quote we, Chuck Willery, and we all love let's him Let's go back to love, him. Love connection. But he is not a politician. His, his, He's not his a doctor. Words have no basis in truth. Yeah, where did he get his medical medical degree? Come on, why are you quoting this why man is, and putting it on your Twitter? This will be in history. But why is he or the president disputing the facts? Scientific. Look, just facts. because mm-hmm. you say it's not that bad doesn't make it so. But it's really bad. And look, and 99% of the people that get it is harmless. Tell that 
to the hundreds of thousands of people who have lost loved ones. And who have died, yeah. Tell tell that to them, Mm -hmm. how harmless it was. See, that's... That's an insult to people mm-hmm. who've lost love with It is. It is. It's, it's very really selfish. Is. It really is. Listen, y'all, if we don't do something about this, four more years of this guy right here, you don't know what this man is going to do. He's already pardoned all his friends, mm-hmm. and all his other friends' ass is in jail. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, to, to answer that, Steve, today there are runoff primary elections in Texas, Alabama, and Maine. Please put your masks on and get out and vote today. That's what you can do. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Coming up next, uh, we're going to switch gears. Uh, The nephew's out today. Steve will uh, uh, introduce a prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, at least my fiance is honest. Okay, at least my fiance is honest. But right now, uh, nephew's out. Uncle is here, though, to introduce the prank phone call. What you got for us today, Unc? Ice Man Productions. Okay, all right. What's that about? Okay. Ice Man Productions. I ain't got to say nothing. I got a production company. Here it go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Jay Karee. Jay Jay that it? That yes. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good, good. Listen, my name is Iceman with Iceman Productions. Uh, mm-hmm. I got my own record label. I, I, I've stumbled upon a CD here. I'm, a, I'm assuming this is your demo. Do you, you have a demo that's out right now? Yes, I do. All right, with a, with a couple songs on it, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, I am um, actually putting together a female group. One of my employees gave me your stuff, and I, I've been listening to it. I like the tune. I like the vibe. And uh, wanted to see if, if that's something of interest to you, if you'd like to maybe be in a, uh, in a female group. What kind of female group? Four females in one group. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think that could be workable. Okay, okay. Um, hold on one second. Okay. Who is that? That's Diddy? Tell Diddy I'll call him back. Tell him I'm working on this group I talked to him about. Okay, sorry about that. Hello? Okay. You, uh, you listen to me? Yes, I am. Okay, good deal. So listen, if you don't mind, could you, uh, and I know I'm catching you off guard like this here, you know, uh, Iceman, really, I really don't normally get on the phone and call people, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm heavy about this group and, and getting it out. I got Puff Daddy on my butt about it, and, uh, you know, he's one of the producers on this thing, and I'm trying to really bring this thing to a head. So why don't you do me a favor if you can, if you don't mind. Uh, take right? Yes. Could you, could you possibly maybe uh, uh, sing something for me real quick so I can just, you know, I just want to hear it straight from, the, straight from your, your mouth to my ear if you don't mind. Just anything? Okay. There's a hero. If you look inside your heart, you don't have to be afraid. Yeah. Of what you are. There's an answer. If you reach into your soul. Take that, take that. And the sorrows that you know will melt away. Take that, take that. Okay, 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 okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on one second. Who is that? Tank? Tell Tank I got his solo. Tell him I'm going to listen to it. Tell him I'm working on a female group right now. Tell him i get back at it. I'm sorry, darling. Hello? Uh, uh, I, I, I apologize for all the interruptions. Okay. That was good. That was good. Can you give me, maybe give me a little something else real quick. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of... Real quick, how old are you, darling? I'm 29. 29. Okay, okay, good deal. 
And uh, what, what, if you don't mind, what size are you? I, I, I don't have a uh, a picture on the uh, on the demo. Uh, about size three. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That'll work. That'll work. Okay. Uh, give me, give me, give me, give me if you can, uh, maybe, maybe uh, do something else for me. Okay. Uh, you got, you got anything like maybe you can Mary J. Blige it up for me a little bit, you know? Uh, let's see. What about Keisha Cole? Keisha Cole, I'm good with that. Let's do that. Let me hear that. You can wait your whole life trying to change what the feeling from what it's been. You may have got your heart broken a few times in the past. It never lasts as strong as it used to. Don't feel as good as it used to before. And everything you used to say, thing you used to do, went right out the door. Ooh, and more you'll be the one. That's what you tell everyone around you. And you know they've heard it all before. What more can you say? Yeah, yeah, Iceman like that. Iceman like that. Iceman likes that. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, listen, um, how do you feel about uh, flying up to uh, to New York, maybe in a couple of weeks, so I can put all you guys together? Oh, that's cool. You like that? Yeah. All right, all right. You excited about it? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, uh, uh, let me let you know this. The name of the group is the Lingerie's. The Lingerie's. And, um... I, I, th I think you guys are going to work out well. Once we get you locked down, that'll be four. So we have four girls that make up the lingeries, you know? Okay. They're real pretty girls? Oh, oh, oh you got, I mean, you know, they, they're great. I need you to send me uh, some pictures as well. Okay. Can you do that? I got a headshot. Yeah, I got a headshot. Okay. Well, listen, I, I am going to need a headshot, but like I say, the name of the group is the lingeries. Uh, so is there a way you can send me something of you in some lingerie? What? Is, is there a way you, you can send me, you know... Wait, 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 wait. You want me to send you a picture of me and my lingerie? Exactly. Because, see, this is what... Uh, when you guys actually perform, you're actually going to be going out on stage in your lingerie. Hold on, wait. What you talking about? I'm trying Come to down. get you to send me a picture in your lingerie so you can be a part of this I group. You got the you voice, boy. in no damn lingerie. You know what? How the hell are you going to call me telling me to sing and in my lingerie and get on stage? That's what we're doing, baby. That's what the lingeries do. No. Hell no. What kind of you You a crazy Who you? Where you get my number and name from? Where you get my CD from? I told you one of my people that worked for me gave me your demo. I checked it oh. out. I like, I, like, I like what you was doing, and hey, I'm giving you a shot. You, you Let me tell you something. You'll you never a be shot. a star. You'll never be a star if you're going to have all these obstacles in your way. You. Excuse me? You. Who you think you talking to? I'm talking to your You need to send me a picture in your lingerie is what you need you to do. You don't be calling me with this You send me a picture in your lingerie. I ain't sending you I want a picture of you in your drawers. You ain't getting I got a problem with that. You, you, don't, you don't want to be a star. You don't know what it takes to be a star. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, because I do. If you and did, you know what? You... I'm going to be a star. How you gonna do it if you ain't part of the lingerie? Cause I'm not a pornographic star, you idiot. I got one more thing I need to say to you though. What? Is you listening? What do you want? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just you got pranked by your lying. boyfriend. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm so mad. Oh, I can't wait till he get home. He ain't getting <laughs> lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I have never been punked in my life. <laughs> I try to watch my language, but you know, <laughs> you made me mad. <laughs> I bet you he won't see me in no lingerie for about four or five months. <laughs> Since he got game. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby. Tell me this. 
What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> well, there you have it. Iceman Productions got singing them draws though. <laughs> <laughs> lingerie, Steve. Lingerie, call it what you want yeah. to call it. Women, what? Women say lingerie. What? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Your nephew yeah. plays way too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Well, all right. Well, hey, y'all, can I finish saying this, though? Can I tell you something? Yeah, go ahead. What's on your mind? We have got to vote, y'all. That, we, have, we have got to register, and we've got to vote like we voted for Obama. Yes. Because if you don't, I cannot tell you what this means to us. He has already shown that he does not care about the African-American community at all. He has proven that he doesn't care for the Latino community at all. And he has proven that he don't care for poor whites at all. McDowell County, West Virginia, which is where I was born, is one of the poorest counties, the poorest county in all of West Virginia. You know why? Because the coal mining jobs is gone. Oh, yeah. You know what Donald Trump did? He promised them he was bringing coal mining back. Do you that. know they one job went back to McDowell County? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he lied. You can't bring back coal mining. Mm-hmm. McDowell County voted for Barack Obama, but then he promised them their jobs back. Of course they're going to vote for him. Not one job. He don't care, man. And I'm telling you, this opening up these schools or we're going to defund you, that's because his child don't have to go to schools like your child's. He, he don't care about the your child. He power to do that in any way. Yeah. That's, that's up to the superintendents. Right. He can't. He don't have the power. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, well, we'll get into it more, of course, throughout the morning. But coming up next, it is the strawberry letter for today. The subject, at least my fiance is honest. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today there are runoff primary elections in the state of Texas, Alabama, and in the state of Maine. So please, please, please get out and vote today. And don't forget your mask and to social distance as well. And if you're not registered, go to our Forever First Lady Michelle Obama's Voter Initiative website. It's called WhenWeAllVote.org. That's WhenWeAllVote.org. Take the next step to make your voice heard, okay? Please get out and vote today. This I'm is, telling you, Shirley. Consider this practice for November, okay? Dress rehearsal, because yes. November, we are not yes. playing with y'all. <laughs> we are not. Right. All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. All right. Oh, let's I'll go. say it. Tommy's out. Okay. Buckle All up. Right, let's go. Hold on tight. It's today's strawberry letter. <laughs> I did good. Thank you, my girl, Carla. <laughs> yes, you did. As always, subject, at least my fiance is honest. All right. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm getting married soon and I need your advice. My fiance and I met less than a year ago and we quickly fell in love. Within six months, he proposed. I called up my bestie and asked her to be my maid of honor. My bestie got married last year and she moved to another state. We've been friends since we were five and she was dying to meet my fiance. 
Two weeks ago, she came to town, and I decided to throw a small dinner party, and I invited everyone that's going to be in the wedding. We were all drinking, talking, and having a good time, but I could sense a weird vibe with my best friend. I pulled her to the side to see if she was all right, and she said she's concerned that I'm moving too fast, and I don't really know my fiancé. I promised her that my fiancé and I would get premarital counseling. The next day, I dropped her off at the airport, and she was still unusually quiet. My heart sank, and I could sense that something was wrong with her. She got home and she called me. She told me that she doesn't like my fiance and he made her very uncomfortable, staring at her and moaning whenever she passed by him. She said he told her that she was gorgeous and he asked her if her hair curls up when it's wet. She accused him of flirting with her all night. I was preoccupied with being a good hostess, so I missed it all. I asked my fiance about it, and he admitted that my best friend is beautiful and that she's got a great body. He said as a man, he complimented her. That was not the response I was looking for, but I'm relieved that he's such an honest person. My bestie said she won't be in my wedding, so this has ruined our friendship. Is there any way for me to fix this? Wow. Uh, that's what you don't need to fix, okay? You don't have to fix anything as far as that's concerned. You do have to fix your relationship with your best friend, though. And and I think you need to rethink this relationship with your so-called man, with your fiancé. You don't even really know him. This You haven't been with him long enough to really know him. And uh, your your best friend, uh, who's been your bestie forever... Um, I'm really glad that she was brave enough to tell you about him because he wouldn't have. I don't care how honest you think he is. He wouldn't have told you uh, if you hadn't busted him out. So, so much for him being honest. Uh, He's not honest. He just got caught. That's all. He did all of this behind your back. Yeah, you were preoccupied and all of that, you say. And and that's another thing. You say you were preoccupied with the party. You should have been keeping an eye on your man and you know, all of that too, uh, uh, because you don't really know him. Uh, I, I'm rolling my eyes right now. I, I'm just rolling my eyes. You, you should be thanking your best friend uh, for trying to stop you from marrying this dude. You, you got it wrong this time, I think, as a friend. Uh, what you need to do is talk to your bestie, beg her forgive, forgiveness, and, uh, you know, put your, your so-called fiancé on ice. I mean, would you really be able to trust him around any other beautiful women? Because that's why he said he did it. I don't care if he admitted it. He got busted. If you didn't call him out, he would not have admitted that to you. And how many other of your friends would he be doing, trying to do or saying things like that behind your back? You don't know this guy. You don't know him. So to my advice to you is just to, to leave this alone, okay? You need to get to know this guy. And from what we see right now, it's not good. Steve? Well... At least my fiance is honest. Well, let's just think about that. <laughs> At least he honest. Who <laughs> I that what? Right. That's what you left with. Right. At least he honest. <laughs> Wait a minute. So we're gonna overlook everything else and go with that one statement. At least he honest. I'm gonna tell you what I think happened. So you call up your girl. Now, you met this guy less than a year ago, fell in love. Six months he proposed. Call your girl up. 
Been friends since you were five. Ask her to be the maid of honor. A couple weeks ago, you invite everybody that's going to be in the wedding out for a dinner. Y'all laughing, drinking, talking. But you could sense a weird vibe with your best friend. Now, I don't know if this was in at the beginning, in the middle, or towards the end. But I think it was somewhere in the middle. I pulled her to the side to see if she was all right. She said she's concerned that I'm moving too fast and I don't really know my fiance. And she is right. I don't care who you are. You don't know nobody inside of a year. You don't know nobody inside of a year. I don't care how much in love you are. You can't know a person inside of a year. I don't care if y'all in COVID together. <laughs> You're not going to know a person because you don't know how he act on a social basis, even if y'all shacking up together in COVID. So you you have many so. And then we'll get into what I think happened okay. at the rehearsal. Ooh, okay. All right, uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, at least my fiancé is honest. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. At least my fiancé is honest. Well, you know, when you when you open it with at least <laughs> he honest and you're willing to ignore what he's honest about mm. or yeah. and Shirley's absolutely correct. We're going to get to that in a second. But you invite you ask your girl to be your maid of honor. You'd make dating this dude less than a year. He proposed. You invite everybody in the wedding to go to dinner one night. Y'all out drinking, talking, having a good time. But you could see something was wrong with your girl. So you pulled her to the side, see if she was all right. She was concerned, she concerned that you're moving too fast and you don't really know your fiance. Mm-hmm. So then you promised your fiance, front promised her that you and your fiance would get premarital counseling. The next day you dropped off at the airport, she was still unusually quiet. My heart sank and I could sense something was wrong. She got home, called me, and here's the deal. Told me she doesn't like my fiance and he made her very uncomfortable, staring at her and moaning whenever she passed by him. She said he told her that she was gorgeous and he asked her if her hair curls up when it when it get wet. Wait, Steve, wait. Now you're gonna deprive us of moaning. Come on. No, no, I'm finna show you how this okay. works. Okay. And she accused him of flirting with her all night. Now, it went deeper than this. Uh-huh. This is the part she's telling you. But see, you thinking it, it, it ain't nothing, but this what happened, though. Staring at her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he mumbled louder, louder, Steve. All right now. Good God Almighty. Look at, look at this. Look at this thing on this thing. Him. Yeah. And then moaning whenever she passed by. But he didn't moan under his breath. He meant, oh, oh, That loud? Oh. Ow. The cameo. Larry Blackman. <laughs> but his fiance was preoccupied. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She over there hosted. Uh-huh. Right. Work, work. Goodness. He doing What's all this. Here? He doing it. That's too much. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, he's slurping. Oh, I'm telling you, this dude made this woman real uncomfortable. Oh, look at him. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. God, 
I can't believe I'm marrying her. Now, the next day, she got home. She upset, told him all this. Said he made, said she was gorgeous. Then he asked her if her hair curls up when it's wet. Yeah. Shut up. How tight your hair get? Oh, I bet it's tight. See, see, he went, she's not telling you everything he said. Yeah, yeah, she's just trying to give you the gist of it. But he was nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. See, Your I boy said that. some stuff uh-huh. to her made this girl totally uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. She accused him of flirting with her all night. This is all night. Mm-hmm. From time he saw her, you picked up at the airport, to he all night. Mm-hmm. So you was preoccupied. So I asked my fiance about it. He admitted that my best friend is beautiful and she got a great body. What he said that? Yeah. And Man, lived? your girl beautiful and she got a great body. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. He said he as a man, he complimented her. Wait, hold up, dog. That ain't your job at the dinner party. Right. <laughs> to compliment her best friend. Right. That ain't your job, partner. And, and if you, you think it is, no, I mean, you know, just as a man, I complimented her. No, dog, that ain't your job. Your fiance is your new job. Thank you. Compliment mm-hmm. her. Right. Make a right. fuss over her. Mm-hmm. You making a fuss over a friend that didn't even fool with your fiance because you was flirting with this other girl all night. Right. Mm-hmm. That was not the response I was looking for. Well, that's the one you got. <laughs> and you know why? Because he's stupid. And, and then he, and then, and then you—that's not. And but I'm relieved that he's such an honest person. What you looking for the, for the, for the bright sunny moment in this dark yeah. mess? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. trying to find something to extract from this moment mm-hmm. that will make you feel good, man? At least he, I, I'm relieved that he's such an honest person. Shirley's right. The only reason he being honest is cause he busted. Because your girl spilled the beans on him after she got home. And you went and you didn't just say how you feel. You told him everything she said he did. And he didn't deny none of it. Not none of it. He said that and some more. And the part you trying to dig out of I was just relieved that he's such an honest person. Are you crazy? Yeah, she is. All right, Steve, thank you. You can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand as well. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, some trending sports news. Uh, The Redskins announced yesterday that they're retiring finally the team's name. The Washington. You can't call the Redskins shit. Oh, well... The yeah, Washington okay. team. You're right. The, the yeah. team from Washington. You're absolutely yeah, you right. Keep saying it. I'm gonna have to label you as a big. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God we're changing the name. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So here's the trending news from our DC home station, 96.3 WHURFM. We love yeah, you guys y'all. in DC. Yes. It's official now. Finally, Daniel Snyder, the owner of NFL's Washington's team, Steve, announced yesterday that the team uh, will be retiring the 
the name that they had. You know, it's, it started with red, I'll just say that. They'll be retiring that name and the logo, and they will be working with head coach Ron Rivera on a brand new name and logo design. As we previously told you, um, the new name for the team at this point is a secret, but among those considered... Um, and the one you is the one you suggested, Steve, the Warriors. Remember that? Yeah, mm-hmm. we talked about that mm-hmm. last week, Shirley. Oh, when I was out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve you talked about the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Washington Warriors has a good ring to yeah. it. Uh, more suggestions. You have any more suggestions, Steve? Well, I understand them wanting to change the name. Cleveland Indians gonna have to do something too. Yeah. yeah. I'm Atlanta from Braves said they're not changing though. Atlanta yeah. Braves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Braves, I don't think is offensive. Well, you know, the Tomahawk thing, they said they're going to stop. stop that. Yeah, yeah they said the stop the fans from doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how they're going to stop them, but you can. I mean, I don't I, Yeah, I don't know that Braves is offensive, but if you want to stop the chalk chopping and all like that, mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with all. They can take the Indians' name, but we ain't want a damn thing, so what I can <laughs> So, is that, so their record has to do with Yeah, a lot to do with it. <laughs> they can come get the minions right off them damn hats. They've been took the, the, the face off the hat because it was uh-huh. degrading. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I understand. I mean, all nationalities got to uh, come up with that. You can't. How would you like it if you had the Niagara Negroes? Oh. See, yeah. we wouldn't like that. Or how about the, Was- the Washington white folks? <laughs> And now, your Washington white folks. Oh, no. (laughs) And in this climate, the way it has changed, it's actually changing for the better. But the problem with our leadership is, remember his whole moniker was, make America great again. Mm -hmm. He ain't with none of this. Yeah. Native American tribes and other organizations have been calling for the franchise to change their name for a long, long time. Well, you know. Yeah, but when corporate sponsors say change, when the money talks. (laughs) Oh, why don't we just go with names like that don't offend nobody? Like what? You know, like the Buffalo Bastards. Something like that. Nice. We got to go on that note. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, uh, this is a, a sad story. Uh, for the second straight weekend, the city of Chicago experienced a spike in gun violence, which left 13 people dead and at least 50 others wounded. Um, police reported at least 64 people were shot over the weekend, including many teenage victims. Last weekend in Chicago, there were 79 shootings and 15 people killed. On Saturday, young people took to the streets to demand the end of gun violence and asked the mayor and other elected officials to act now by directing more resources to black and brown communities on the city's south and west side. Um, Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown also uh, said that police alone, um, that's not enough just to police people. He said people in these communities need opportunities. They need job opportunities and they want to participate and need to participate in the American dream and have a future. No, I think I think that's exactly right, because uh, we have a mentoring program and it works. Mm -hmm. But also we do realize that when we send these boys back home and we've given them all these new dreams and values and things to attach to, 
-hmm. you still want to be able to participate in the American dream. You still want to be able to go somewhere and get in an activity. You want to be able to go somewhere and apply for a job. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to be able to go somewhere and have an opportunity to purchase a house. You know, it's just the simplest of things. But because of redlining, things of this, you know, your zip code, Mm -hmm. they got this thing figured out. Your chances of survival and success decreases from certain zip codes because they know that the groundwork to lay for the foundation of a great people is so hard to overcome. But they not trying to change that. Hmm. And that's why we got to get some corporation help into these neighborhoods. And then we got to get more black men involved in these neighborhoods because only we, only black men can slow this thing down. We the only ones can slow it down. We're not going to stop it. It'll always be crime. Now, why no matter do you where say you that, go. only black men? Why? Why? Because we the only ones can reach black boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because we know what it is to be one. Mm-hmm. And those of us that have crawled out of it yes. and turned ourselves into something, we know the route. We just got to be willing to take some time out of our schedule to go back and teach the route. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this, Steve. You know how a lot of people say that young, because we're older, young people won't listen to us. So what makes your mentoring program and what makes what you say to these young men different? Because that that's not true. Mm-hmm. Every but that young, is the t- that's what they say, though. That's what okay. Say, yeah. But but let, let let me dispel that for you. Okay. All of them want to grow up and have a family one day. All of them want to become successful. All of them mm-hmm. want that. Very few of them want to live a life of a gangster if they were given some other options. But when this Uh is all you see and all you know and all that's presented as your opportunity for money, for family, Mm -hmm. for closeness, then you then then you gravitate to that and they find out way when it's way too late. That is not what it is. If you pull a young man to the side and say, hey, my man, look, I see something in you. I really, really Mm -hmm. do. I think there's greatness in you. If you could be what you want to be without anybody stopping you, what would you be? Ain't none of them going would not none of them will say an inmate. Right. Not yeah. one of them mm-hmm. will say a lifetime criminal or the biggest dope boy in Chicago. Not one. Mm-hmm. But if you never ask them that and present them with other options, when they go back home, that's what they see. Guess what they gonna be? And so <laughs> black men are yeah. the only people that can solve this in our communities until we admit to that. We, the government's not coming in on the white horse. They never mm-hmm. have. They never will. The government is Donald Trump. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for answering my question. I appreciate that. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Houston Rockets star Russell Westbrook now has tested positive for COVID-19, Steve. He posted a statement on social media and said he's quarantined, he's feeling well, and will join his team, the Rockets, in Orlando when he is feeling better. So, I'm That's glad. That's one of your favorite players yeah, right you there. Love him. That's my dude, man. Yeah. yeah. If I yeah. could have anybody's game in the league, uh-huh. I would want Russell 
West Westbrook's game. Because his motor, his motor, man. This dude's motor. It's just the way he plays the game. He plays the game on both ends of the floor. This dude has led the league in triple-doubles since he got in the league almost. He broke, he broke Oscar Robinson's record. This mm-hmm. dude leads the league leads again in triple-doubles. That's points scored, okay. rebounds, uh-huh. and assist. Uh-huh. This dude plays the game, I mean, fearlessly, man. Yeah. That's my yeah. dude, man. Yeah. I met his father at a golf tournament. Really? Man, okay. Oh, yeah? Well, I was excited to meet his damn dad. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you look like your dad. I know. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is my dude, and the clothes he be wearing? Come on, pimp. Oh, he fly? Okay. Oh, he be getting it. Yeah. Okay. I ain't right. with the jeans with the tears in it, but I ain't really got tear legs, you know. I <laughs> have my legs out. You know, my thigh out, I get hot. <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending viral video news, Celebrity Family Feud. Uh, this past Sunday, Steve, it was a battle of NFL greats on uh, uh, Celebrity Family Feud as NFL current stars versus NFL Hall of Famers. That was the show while playing in the fast money round. Uh, take a listen. This is funny. Take a if listen. Captain Hook was moonlighting as a handyman, he might replace his hook with what tool? A hammer. Try again. A penis. Tell me the age a kid is too old to sleep with a ten. What the <laughs> he said? <laughs> Yo, come on, we can't start this again. We can't come on now. We can't go again. I'm sorry. We can't go again. I'm, I'm sorry. Let go. Let go. Let go. We can't I'm go sorry. again. Let go. Let go. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I swear. I swear. I'm sorry. That that just came out. I don't even know where that came from. I was reading the question and then I said, to, "What? The I'm sorry. Okay. Can we start over? I'm sorry." Your ass going on YouTube though. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, man, you know what I said? <laughs> Bruce Smith, man, good buddy. Uh-huh. Uh, I knew, I I just knew they weren't going to keep that. <laughs> oh, I when you were taping the oh, really? episode. <laughs> really, Steve? I said, ain't no way in the world, because when he said a penis. And I, why? I, I, I went to reading into the next question. Yeah. And then I heard him say it in my head again. And I said, what the, Blank. did he say? <laughs> <laughs> I, and I looked at him, and he just took off running. Michael <laughs> Irvin then was in the flow. Man, all the, hey, 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 let me tell you something, man. We had to stop taping for damn near eight minutes. <laughs> that audience, that audience was running in a circle, throwing up. But why did he say, he that? say that? Why? Because now, Hammer, you... his first answer was, was he had to that try again, right? Yeah. right? And that made sense. Yeah, but you went from hammer to... Yeah, I know. Penis. And then I tried to read the next question, and then I just heard it again. <laughs> and I looked at Bruce like, what the... I, I couldn't believe it. But boy, let me tell you something. For eight minutes, uh-huh. we uh-huh. couldn't tape. That audience right there, they was gone. Celebrity Family Feud, Sunday night, 8, 7 p.m. Central. All right, coming up, it's our last break of the day. Last break of the day. 
And you sure do sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> what Get was this that? Done. <laughs> no, I'm done. Get this over with. Don't ask me nothing else. <laughs> and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day. And listen, don't forget today there are runoff primary elections in uh, these three states, Maine, Alabama, mm-hmm. and please, Lord Jesus, Texas, okay? Y'all <laughs> get your mask. Get your masks, get your water bottles, get your chairs, whatever you need to do to get out and vote today in this primary. If you're not registered, please go to our forever First Lady Michelle Obama's Voter Initiative website. It is called whenweallvote.org. Whenweallvote.org. Uh, all you have to do is take the next step to make your voice heard, okay? We have to do our parts. We have to do our part. All right. We can't depend on someone else to vote for us if Mm -hmm. we're unhappy with the way things are. We have to do it. Just get in the habit of voting. Let's go. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All summer in the fall. (laughs) We got work to do. Uh Oh, my Mm -hmm. goodness. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right, Steve. It's on you. You know, uh, I was thinking. I've listened to some of these politicians in these uh, different states who are running for things, and they uh, jump behind Donald Trump, and they're saying that we're conservatives. And I'm just curious about that, because I don't have a problem with being a person being a conservative. I don't have a problem with a person being a right wing. I really, really don't, because I get it. I really do get it. The symbol... The American symbol, the national bird, is an eagle. In order for an eagle to fly properly, an eagle has to have a right wing and a left wing. If you don't have both of the wings, if you had just right wings, it would go in a circle and it would fall. You need them both because you have to have a balance. This world is not set up filled with people just one way. People think different thoughts. People have different ideals, different values, different beliefs, different faiths, and they don't all fit under one umbrella. Now, because you call yourself a conservative doesn't mean that everybody has to think like you. And if you call yourself a liberal, doesn't mean everybody has to think like you. I'm not against the conservative party. I'm against anybody who sees something going on unjustly, something that's blatantly not right, and then go along with it simply because it has a certain label attached to it. Something's wrong with that. What's wrong with us now? I don't remember the conservative party ever being led by anybody like this. I don't, I don't remember conservatives just acting as heartless. I don't remember them being such separatists, unkind, hateful, uh, non-compassionate. I mean, man, you know, when they, when they took all them kids, the Latino kids from their mothers and, and separated them and, 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 and they still haven't mentioned have those families been put back together. You know why? Because they haven't. They haven't. They can't even find these people. That was heartless, man. To remove the DACA Act, that's heartless, man. You have no compassion for people 
who have been living here, working hard, obeying the law, paying taxes in the hopes of the American dream, and you throw it out the window and re- throw away the DACA Act? That's cause you're conservative? You don't want gay rights to have the same rights as other married people or stuff because you're conservative? Can I remind you of something? That conservative people happen to be gay people too? Are you kidding me? You're conservative so you don't want any illegal immigrants coming across the border? Must I remind you that conservative people own farms, restaurants, and construction companies? And do you know that who they hire to save wages? These same people they claim they don't want over here. Who you think hire these people? People who own companies. Conservative people own companies. Who you think work at all Donald Trump's golf courses? I played on four of them. I see who over there. Go over there and check every last one of them. See what you come up with. Listen to me, man. This, something's wrong here. Conservative people are supposed to have a moral compass. Your leader of your party has no moral compass. He don't know nothing about that Bible he was holding upside down in front of that church. He ran y'all over with horses and stuff, getting y'all out the way so he could go take a photo op. He ain't picked the Bible up since. He had one in his hand before that. Show me another picture of Donald Trump coming out of a church and it wasn't at the Bush's funeral. Show me any picture of him. He comes into Washington. He says he wants to drain the swamp. Then he turns around and he fills the swamp with all new creatures. Manafort goes to jail. Uh, Michael, uh, what's his name? Finley, Farley, whatever his name is. Flynn. Flynn, he's supposed to go to jail. Roger Stone's supposed to go to jail. His personal lawyer's in jail. Roger Stone goes to jail. His personal lawyer goes to jail. And Manafort goes to jail. He brought all them to the White House. How can all your friends be criminals and you ain't one? Help me for a minute, man. How we are acting like this is normal. And then finally, let me just throw this one out there. The coronavirus would not be this way if he didn't think it was a hoax. If he didn't say we only got 1,200 cases and in two weeks we won't have any. Remember that? Y'all got to get out and vote, man. Because if you do four more years of this, he's going to show you what he really is about. Because now he won't care at all. Y'all going to get some stuff passed by this man that's going to crush some people. We don't need that to happen. We got to vote. And we're going to show him that black lives really do matter. And ain't just a sign in front of Trump Towers out there on Lexington. That's my closing remarks. I'm going to stay this way to the election. Vote. 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 For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 